You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio. That means that somebody like Governor Ron DeSantis could declare an emergency and just change the laws of the nation. I've had enough of people declaring emergencies in order to take control of our lives. I know that mass shootings are bad, but if we're going to do the numbers, then let's do the numbers. Okay, it's exceedingly rare compared to car fatalities. Why don't we declare emergencies on that? We can declare emergencies on anything. This is it's part of a bigger problem that we're seeing unfold. Permission to go, Alex Jones. <laughs> so I'm, this, I'm, I'm going to decline. OK, this 30 day suspension of a constitutional right is meant to be a trial balloon, right? Yep. A test for something that may happen in the next year in the run up to the election, saying that the Second Amendment is not absolute and then having a few gun control fanatics. So hold on. That's that's theater. You got Trump. Trump's I feel like he's going to go to jail. Uh, You're seeing parents being cleaved from their kids with this bill in California. Free speech. That's it's not just the Second Amendment. You got the First Amendment. There's a number of examples of free speech being um, flexible. Right. You know, if you could lose your medical license, you know, if you decide to say something different about covid, we now know that the government did suppress, try to suppress uh, information, First Amendment, uh, um, so that people wouldn't speak out against what they believe to be right. You have read these retail theft laws, you know, the nine hundred dollar uh, ceiling. That's another trial balloon for the end of private property in my uh, conspiratorial uh, theater. Um, you can see these all kind of go together. You're, you're seeing an attack on speech. You're seeing an attack on personal protection. If you get mugged, I mean, look at the guy in the subway who tried to save people's lives. If you look at theft and in private property, I have a feeling that this timing is strange here and it might get very weird. I think this next election will make the other two, I don't know, look like a game of pickleball among friends. (laughs) I mean, why would you suspend the Second Amendment? So and this is where I become Alex Jones. So militarized action will succeed without friction. Stage an event. (laughs) <laughs> Call a clamp down. Disarm the public. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Thank you. Judge, does it drive you oh, crazy? There's uh, Greg Gutfeld, uh, so-called <laughs> going Alex Jones. No, that's not going Alex Jones. This is going Alex Jones. Clip two. And I have FBI yeah. crime statistics okay. that come out a year late, 2011. 20 plus percent crime drop in the last nine years. Real violent crime because more guns means less crime. Britain took the guns 15, 16 years ago. Tripling of your overall violent crime. Hitler took the guns. Stalin took the guns. Mao took the guns. Fidel Castro took the guns. Hugo Chavez took the guns. And I'm here to tell you. 1776 will commence again if you try to take our firearms. Doesn't matter how many lemmings you get out there on the street begging for them to have their guns taken. We will not relinquish them. Do you understand? That's why you're going to fail, and the establishment knows no matter how much propaganda, the republic will rise again when you attempt to take our guns. My family in the Texas Revolution against Santa Ana, my family was at the core on both sides starting that because Santa Ana came to take the guns at Gonzales, Texas. Pierce, Don't try what your ancestors did before. Why don't you come to America? I'll take you out shooting. You can become an American and join the republic. But you've got hordes of people burning down cities and beating old women's brains out every day. What a ridiculous They arrest people in England if they defend themselves. That's on record. My God, you've got a total police state. Everybody's fleeing that country because the you've had to flee here, bud. England wants to ban knives now because tens of thousands are getting stabbed. But do you understand the difference? The knife doesn't kill people. The gun doesn't kill people. Knives, bats, rocks kill, kill, kill many, many times more. Alex, let's talk about the gun. It's not the rock. It's not the knife. 
Look at Mexico. Total gun ban for the citizens. Highest crime rate in the world. 57,000 people dead the last five years. Total gun ban for the citizens. But you, you'll Switzerland make... has the lowest crime rate Alex, in Europe. Alex, Your country Alex, has the highest. Alex, okay. Alex Jones. This is Infowars.com. This is the man who wants to deport me from the country for wanting to get no, rid no. of No, no. It's, it's, it's to point out you're a foreigner, a redcoat, here telling us what to do. Whatever. Go back to where they took the guns if you don't <laughs> like it. The communist... Yeah, that's going Alex Jones, and that's why they don't invite him on CNN anymore. He makes a fool out of him. But yes, people are starting to connect the dots, folks. People are starting to see that all of these various insanities are actually a part of one global scheme to deprive us of our ability to defend ourselves against their depopulation plan. It's actually broken its way all the way to Fox News. They just have to couch it in a joke, right, because they're mimicking or mocking Alex Jones while they do it. Because it's actually kind of frightening and they're, they're afraid of the truth. We're not. We'll tell it to you on the other side. Stay with us. It's Tuesday, September 12th, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and what a morning it is. You're watching American Journal on Infowars.com and band.video. A very special Tuesday broadcast. Lots going on today. Let me give you the rundown. Owen Schroyer is awaiting sentencing as we speak. We think it should be around 11 o'clock that he is actually sentenced. Of course, he's well, he's facing a potential year in prison. The prosecutors have asked for four months, despite agreeing not to request prison time under the plea agreement, completely screwing him over in a way that only the American government can. So we will bring you the news of the sentencing before anyone else. We will talk to uh, Owen and the InfoWars crew on the ground there at the courthouse as soon as we get that in. Uh, Alex is going to be tied up for the first hour of his show, so I'm going to go host the Alex Jones show for the first hour as we await the outcome of the sentencing. For the last hour of our show, Chase Geyser is going to come sit in. I think maybe he'll take calls or uh, report on his own research. So we'll be doing a little little game of uh, musical chairs here with the host seats this morning. But we have a lot to talk about in the first two hours of this show. We'll take your calls in the second hour before I hop over to the Jones studio to get ready for hosting the big show. Lots of videos to show you, lots to talk about. Your phone calls in the second hour. Chase Geyser taking over in the third, but... For now, let's begin as we always do with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, the 12th of September, 2023. According to CNN.com, Americans have never been wealthier. Fueled by a resurgent stock market and rising home values, U.S. household wealth hit a record $154.3 trillion during the second quarter of this year, according to federal data. Consumer wealth has now completely recovered from the recent inflation-driven drop in stock prices and real estate holdings. And I know, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking 
my dollar doesn't go nearly as far as it used to. You're thinking about all of the prices that you've seen on grocery store shelves raise over and over again. You're thinking about how while the gas prices have fallen since their historic highs a year or so ago, they're still significantly higher than they were at the end of 2019 into 2020. You're thinking about all of the headlines about how houses are basically completely unaffordable now for almost all Americans that are below the wealthiest 1% of 1%. You're probably thinking about how everything from cars to computers to appliances has skyrocketed in price, but you should listen to CNN. Stop believing the lies of your eyes and your real-world experience. Stop having a memory longer than six months. Trust CNN when they tell you you're super rich and wealthy and doing better than ever before. It's just absurd, but... It's the mainstream media. So what do you expect? Meanwhile, from the Federalist.com, CA Assembly, California Assembly wants to strip parents from trans-identified kids. The California legislature passed a legislature passed a bill on Friday requiring parents to affirm a child's newfound gender or risk loss of custody. Assembly Bill 957 was initially proposed to require courts to consider whether a parents were affirming a child's identification as transgender in custody cases. The legislation was amended in June to declare non-affirming parents liable for child abuse. Republican State Senator Scott Wilk bluntly recommended parents flee the state over the amendment. You remember this? Well, now that bill has passed and is headed towards Gavin Newsom's desk. So, uh, you know, this is an extension of what you might say the ban on uh, what you might call the ban on uh, conversion therapy, because after all, conversion therapy is the act of suggesting to a child they might not be born in the wrong body. Their physical characteristics might not be some sort of manufacturer mistake that has to be corrected under the surgeon's knife to suggest to a kid that actually you're just going through a phase right now, you're just uncomfortable with your body because it's going through changes, and you know it's up to you as a human to come to terms with that and to be you know, respectful of, of your own body and, and the gift that, of life that God gave you. That's conversion therapy and will be made illegal. Strangely, that's illegal, right? Telling a kid that they're not trans is illegal, and you'll actually have your kid taken away for that, while on the other side, they are indoctrinating your kid into transgenderism in the schools, pressuring them through social media and through popular media, as everything from children's cartoons to popular sitcoms delve into this topic, encouraging and supporting the transgender movement. And then you might actually have your body permanently altered by you know, chemical intervention or surgical manipulation. Uh, none of that is considered conversion therapy, even though they are literally converting them into, you know, a eunuch, a castrati. So this is this is the way it's going from now on. You have to allow them to indoctrinate your kid, allow them to propagandize your kid, allow them to transition your kid socially and medically. And if you resist them, then they will take your kid away and send them to a foster care home or just let them go live with some, you know, perverts who will affirm their gender because they're probably pedophiles. So there's that. That's happening in California and around America, and it's horrific and disgusting. Meanwhile, 
military recruiting crisis. Even veterans don't want their families to join. This from the Wall Street Journal. And it's uh, basically a absolute crisis at this point in the in the army where even their most reliable recruitment pool, that is the friends and, and family of veterans, uh, is being told not to do it. And why would you? I mean, it really is it really is a a tragic thing. And I know personally like families who have like a literally have a military tradition in America that dates back to George Washington's army, right? There's this club called the, um, the order of Cincinnati, uh, or Cincinnatus. Basically they call Washington, the American Cincinnatus, uh, who was a Roman dictator who was asked to come in and, uh, straighten things up for a little while. And when his job was done, he simply returned to his cabbage fields. And that was seen as a model for, uh, American uh, military and American politicians. So they're members of this. And so the club of the Cincinnati are direct descendants of Washington's officers. And these families, despite having generation upon generation, like an unbroken chain of activity in the U.S. military, is looking around at what the U.S. military is doing now, what how they treat both their own soldiers and the American people, and what they're willing to spend American lives on overseas, and they're saying, yeah, it's not – just don't do it. It's not worth it. Breaking trains, uh, chains of uh, tradition that stretch back beyond even the foundation of this country, those are being severed by the actions of the globalists as they abuse the American people and use American soldiers to achieve their own ends. We'll get more into that a little bit later. Meanwhile, Virginia Democrat candidate streamed sex acts with husband online while soliciting money. A Democrat candidate running for Virginia's House of Delegates was accused of posting sex acts with her husband online while soliciting tips from their online audience. Susanna Gibson, a 40-year-old mother of two running for a seat in the 57th district of suburban Richmond, reportedly used a platform called Chatterbait to stream sex acts with her husband in exchange for tokens. Good Lord. According to Washington Post, archived videos of Gibson's pornographic content were then posted to a platform called Recurbate. It's just, it's all gross. And uh, the funniest thing is her response is she's just like, this is an invasion of privacy for me and my family, and it won't intimidate or silence us, as if she's some sort of freedom fighter, as if she's like marching with Martin Luther King. She's like, I will not be stopped by the revelation that I'm a whore. I am a whore and I will continue to be a whore. Vote for the whore. Incredible. Finally, world's biggest lithium res- uh, reservoir found in Nevada. $1.5 trillion worth of uh, lithium. This could be a game changer, folks. America is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country. They didn't have full control 30, 40 years ago, but they're really attempting full control now. And that's where we are. And InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us. 
by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. Omega-3 fatty acids are needed for optimal strength, and they can only be obtained through diet. They can be found in grass-fed beef, which is why the ruling class is trying to ban it. And they can be found in fish, which are arguably the best source of omega-3s. But the problem today is finding fish without a high mercury content. Your best option is our ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil at InfoWarsStore.com. Omega-3 fatty acids are essential for both our neurological and cardiovascular systems, our brain and our heart. They improve mood, mental clarity, and immune function. Get your essential omega-3 fatty acids from the best sources available, ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil. Get some today at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, welcome to the uh, to the bunker, as it were. Welcome to the command center. We're broadcasting live from the Infowars headquarters here in Austin, Texas, where we've got Alex Jones being deposed. So I'll have to take over the first hour of the Alex Jones show. While meanwhile, our star reporter Owen Schroyer is being sentenced to a potential four months in federal prison for the crime of being near January 6th, of being in the general vicinity of the Capitol when other people were doing things. And, of course, yeah, you can go to uh, defendowen.com, defendowen.com. I think maybe I said defendowen.org yesterday. It is .com uh, to donate to him and of course you can support us by going to infowarsstore.com buying one of the incredible products like dna force plus it's now 25 percent off and knowing that you are contributing to the number one threat to the new world order that has ever arisen we have a lot to talk about today uh, we'll be taking your calls in the second hour chase geyser will be taking over for me in the third hour man we have a lot to talk about in the meantime I think maybe we'll start with a video that gives a a little bit of a zoomed-out, bird's-eye view image of what is coming. And it's really not that difficult to see all this stuff coming. We we actually start out the show today with a clip of uh, Greg Gutfeld, the stories in InfoWars. Permission to go Alex Jones, Fox News host, slams New Mexico governor's gun ban, raises alarm on abuse of power across America— uh, Greg Gutfeld sort of sarcastically asked for permission to go Alex Jones when slamming New Mexico Governor Michelle Grisham's recent gun ban. He invoked Jones to raise alarm on the growing trend of officials using emergencies to take rights away from Americans. And he's talking about, you know, the fact that they can use emergencies to take away rights and that that's what they're doing, going after your guns, taking our guns. But in that, he also 
just starts mentioning other studies like they're going after the First Amendment. They're going after just law and order in general with the retail theft, $900 you know, minimum to actually charge that, uh, stopping people from protecting themselves by you know, charging people who do defend themselves with murder if the person that they defend themselves against dies. And it's like for the first time, they're starting to see that these things are not separate at all. They're not just individual occurrences that are all just totally different and totally unrelated. They're in fact all necessary chess moves to get to checkmate for the American people. These are all separate instances of policies and and positions and ideas being put into place all building up, all culminating, all applying to one another to the ultimate goal of total global enslavement. And it's like such a terrifying reality once you awaken to this. It's like when Fox News just wants to dip their toe in this concept because it's, it's easier for them and it's easier for the – like the way the New World Order wants us to treat this is if these are all totally separate – and you can't act like they're all the same because they're, they're different. It's the same way that globalist and globalism work overall, right? They issue orders from supranational combines like the World Economic Forum, but they get implemented on the national level. And so w- when things happen on a global level, they can say, well, you know, this isn't – they have their cake and eat it too, basically is what I'm trying to say. So they – when they cause a global recession, then – but they do it through the national governments. Then you point out, hey, look, this national government is failing. The economy is terrible. They can say, well, it's not our national government. It's a global thing. So you can't blame the national government because it's happening globally. And then when they institute things through the national government, like in the Netherlands, destroying all the farms, uh, and you point to this being in, uh, you know, something that you want to stop on a national level, they say, well, this is really an international thing that we're doing here. They, they have their cake and eat it too. They impose things on a global level, but they do it through the national power structure. And in that way, they can pretend it's not their fault, pretend they're not you know, uh, responsible for this because it's happening everywhere. But also it's clearly all part of a singular plan. And they're starting to sort of wake up to that. They're starting to connect the dots. They're starting to see the constellation instead of just the stars. And that's an important move forward. And of course, it means that InfoWars was right the entire time. So I want to go to a video here. This is Katie Hopkins, clip number seven, talking about what the ultimate goal of the restricted emissions zones, the ULEZ zones, the 15-minute cities are really all about, and how this is all part of simply a plan to deprive you of ownership of private vehicles, private homes, anything really, as we are forcibly transitioned into a neo-feudal communistic world order. Here's Katie Hopkins breaking it down. You may have heard that in Wales there is a new law going to be enforced that says where there was formerly 30 miles an hour, the default speed setting in those 30 mile an hour zones will be 20 miles an hour. I don't know if you've ever driven your car at 20 miles an hour, but it literally feels as if you're going backwards. They say the idea is to lower noise emissions and to encourage people to cycle or to take public 
public transport to recognise that a car isn't the fastest option. I mean, the absurdity of all of that rationale is obvious, but like, what are people going to do? Drive up to the 20 miles an hour zone, park their car, get out, walk that bit, and then what? Realise that they've left their car the other side of it. How does this work for the elderly who can't walk or bicycle wherever they feel like it? And what about mums with small kids in strollers? Are they supposed to just, what, throw them on their shoulder and get on the bike? I also think it's really disingenuous to keep kind of explaining this stuff away with false rationale that has nothing to do with the real reason behind it. I heard a lady on the radio say, well, if fuel prices can continue to go up, people will be put off from using their cars. And that's exactly the point. That's the real strategy behind all of this, to make it as inconvenient as possible to use your car in order that you change your behaviour and we begin the process of taking away the right to own a private vehicle here in the UK. I believe, and I believe it's absolutely the strategic plan, that nobody in the UK will own a private car within five years. I don't believe you will have the right to do that. It also helps explain things like 20, 30 miles of restricted speeds on motorways. People are asking, why is it 60 miles an hour? Why is it 50 miles an hour? And you'll be told, oh, emissions or greener targets. But in fact, it's all about dissuading you from using the private vehicle. And for people who say, oh, yes, but electric's the answer. Not one day it won't be, because there will be a countrywide electric fleet. You will have to summon it using an app, and eventually that will be restricted as well. Going back to COVID and that whole restricted radius that you were allowed to live in five kilometres from your home address, it's not too hard to see how that was some early conditioning for a time when not only do you not have the freedom to own a vehicle, not only do you not have the freedom to drive, but you no longer have the freedom to go In more the short than time five. we have, I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality. Go to InfoWorkStore.com, read about the ingredients, look them up for yourself, and then understand this is cold-pressed herbs, so it has a more powerful effect on the body. Get yours today at InfoWorkStore.com for 50% off. Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And here's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com infowars.com is tomorrow's news today Making a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The most censored, attacked, limited, demonized, and yet correct media establishment 
America has perhaps ever seen. Infowars.com banned.video. Just compiling some breaking video here as Russian President Vladimir Putin is addressing his uh, delegates at the Eastern Economic Forum and making some pretty bombshell statements. And of course, we continue to drive headlong towards world war and potential nuclear exchange with Russia over Ukraine. InfoWars has the story. NATO prepares for biggest military exercise since Cold War and close to Russia. The upcoming Steadfast Defender NATO war drills set for early 2024 are expected to be the biggest military exercises in Europe since the end of the Cold War, the Financial Times is reporting Monday. At a moment when the war in Ukraine grows more and more unpredictable, given neither Russia nor the West have shown any signs of backing down, the Financial Times writes that NATO is preparing its biggest live joint command exercise since the Cold War next year, assembling more than 40,000 troops to practice how the alliance would attempt to repel Russian aggression against one of its members. Like the ongoing smaller northern coasts war games currently being executed by NATO in Baltic waters, the Steadfast Defender 24 drills will simulate how the military alliance would respond in the face of hypothetical Russian invasion. NATO officials were quoted in Financial Times as saying the planned exercises are seen as a key part of demonstrating to Moscow that the alliance is prepared to fight. They're They're so prepared to fight, they're starting the fight. They're so prepared to fight that they have aggressively encroached on Russia's territory through NATO expansion uh, for the last several decades. That's how ready to fight they are. Problem is Russia also seems ready to fight and also is not buying into and is fact, in fact very uh, appropriately and effectively countering NATO propaganda by pointing out the utter hypocrisy of the West in complaining about any so-called authoritarianism in Russia or aggression in Russia or coming from Russia as in America they're imprisoning or trying to throw into jail the ex-president and primary political rival of the current regime Donald Trump they're imprisoning peaceful protesters in jail for 20 plus years which, let's remember, is more insane than the gulags. The gulags in, in communist Russia had like maybe 10-year sentences. You'd maybe go to the gulag to you know, be in slave labor for maybe 10 years, maybe. Usually it was more like uh, four or five years. Then you'd be back on the street. In America, they're sentencing young men to 20 plus years for crimes that they didn't even participate in on the basis that they shared some sort of intangible, unprovable mental connection with the people who did commit the crime. It's insane, but that's actually what's happening. At the same time, they're imposing on the people of the West massive, massively unpopular restrictions like the ULEZ zones, like the destruction of the Dutch farms like the importation of millions upon millions of Africans to Ireland, things that are all opposed in overwhelming numbers by the population that's being inflicted upon. And yet, for some reason, democracy doesn't come into play there. See, democracy works like this. The modern democracy, the modern globalist vision of democracy, if the people vote for it, then it's 
a democratic imperative. It has to be implemented because the people demand it. And we're a democracy after all. Yes, sir, we'll do it. But if the people are against what the elites want to do, then it's for their own good. They have to be subjected to it. They have to be propagandized and, and indoctrinated until they're okay with what's being done to them. That's quite literally what's happening. And, and it's basically across the board. There's a story today, a pretty big one from uh, NBC of all things, most Americans oppose including trans athletes in sports. Not just most, but uh, 70%, 69 to be exact, 69% of people say that transgender athletes should only be allowed to compete on sports teams that correspond with the sex they were assigned at birth. So obviously that means that uh, our democracy is going to outlaw trans participation in sports, right? Of course not. No, they're going to push ahead on that despite it being hugely unpopular. And while, you know, we might sit here and say, oh, see, 70 percent of people don't like this, it's sort of terrifying that a good 30 percent of Americans, apparently, according to these polls, think it's totally fine for a man to compete against a woman in a sport as long as the man uh, uses the magic word, the magic incantation by saying, I believe I am a woman. That somehow gives them the magical right to uh, participate in sports. So it's not about democracy. It's not about what's popular or what the people demand. It's about what the elites want. And if the people go along with what the elites want, all the better, then it's democracy in action. If they go against it, then it gets imposed on them anyway, and they call it democracy in action regardless. Let's go now to uh, this video of Putin just laying out the absolute lack of, of base or foundation that the West has to call out anything that Russia is doing. Let's watch. So he says, as for the prosecution of Trump, for us, what is happening in today's conditions, in my opinion, is good. Why? Because it shows the rottenness of the American political system, which we cannot pretend to teach others, which cannot pretend to teach others about democracy. Everything that is happening with Trump is the persecution of a political rival for political reasons. That's what it is. And this is being done in front of the U.S. public and the whole world. They simply exposed their internal problems. So again, he's like, this is great because it really shows that America doesn't have a leg to stand on. They have nothing to teach anybody about freedom or a well-functioning government. Our government is rotten to its core. It is being weaponized to go after political rivals. So who's the good guy in this situation? Seems increasingly like it's Russia, honestly. And this goes hand in hand with uh, stats we've covered elsewhere where it's like per 100,000, Britain arrests like 10 times more people than Russia does for their speech. So we're constantly fed this image of Russia as some sort of brutal authoritarian regime. It's unquestionable when in reality... Thousands of people in the UK have been arrested for, you know, insulting lesbians or whatever. So they have nothing to teach anybody, and uh, democracy has absolutely no effect on what the elites have planned for us. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, Ukraine a little bit later. We also have a lot of uh, LGBTQP plus news that I guess we'll get to if we have to. We'll take your calls in the uh, in the second hour here. I mean, there's 
There's so much news. We have the full-on invasion as well with absolutely shocking videos from the Darien Gap. Ben Berkwam is down there and filming just just thousands upon thousands of military-aged men with like brand new camping gear making their way through the Darien Gap. And we'll play those videos uh, in just a little bit. But again, it's not something that the American people actually want. We actually want to be replaced in our own country because the Democrats uh, think that the, the Mexicans will, will vote for them over us. Uh, we'll get to that in just a little bit. Still so much more to cover. I'm going to save some of the New Mexico uh, gun-grabbing coverage for the Alex Jones Show. We'll be hosting that in the first hour. But stay with us, and we'll we'll pick up with the uh, with the invasion on the other side as the Democrats are getting exactly what they voted for, and are finding that it sucks, and all of their ideas suck, and they suck, and nothing they do ever works, even in the slightest. It makes everything worse, and everyone hates it. And then they double down and do it even harder, and say that you're hateful if you oppose it. It's the most infuriating cycle that we can't break out of for some reason. Help us, fellow Americans, stop being dumb. Infowars.com forward slash show, share clips. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. And please get products that empower your life that keep us on air. Body's ultimate turmeric formula, the highest quality curcuminoid, amazing for your entire body. And what it does is an antioxidant, what it does your joints, your bones, anti-inflammatory. It's next level. It's the best. It is back in stock, discounted InfoWarsStore.com. We've sold out of Vitamin Mineral Fusion. It's incredible, but we have not sold out of X3. It's still 40% off, but it'll be sold out today. X3, InfoWarsStore.com or 888 It'll be 10 weeks or more until we get more in. It's the missing link in your body. Everybody needs to have this. It makes you resilient, a lot stronger. Also, uh, we have the other great products like Nitric Boost that is so good to clean out your blood and for your heart and your brain with the natural compounds God gave us. Nitric Boost, everybody needs it. InfoWarsStore.com or 888 we got books, films, t-shirts, water filters, more. InfoWarsStore.com or 888 I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. And that's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Uh, it's mind-blowing, all the things we, we're having to deal with today. And I was going to get into some of the uh, invasion stuff here, but I think I want to stick 
for a moment with Russia and the uh, meeting that they're having right now, the, the uh, Eastern Economic Forum. This is from Sputnik. They have a list of the key statements from Vladimir Putin in his address to the delegates at the Eastern Economic Forum. He says the Far East for Russia is the strategic priority of the entire 21st century. Russia's trade turnover with the Asia-Pacific countries grew by 13.7% last year and in the first half of this year increased by another 18.3%, Putin says. Again, as a direct response to the sanctions that America put on Russia, Russia over Ukraine. The percentage of subsoil exploration in the Far East has averaged only 35%. There's opportunity for the extractive industries to vastly grow. Putin instructed the government to include study of subsoil in the Far East and Siberia as a in the geological exploration program. Production of liquefied natural, natural gas in the Arctic zone should have tripled by 2030 thanks to a decision that was made to create new lines and strengthen technological sovereignty, Putin says. So again, as we are... As we are forcibly downgraded here in the West and, and forced off of so-called fossil fuels, Russia and China continue to uh, exploit and grow through those. U.S. jumped into the last car when agreed on economic corridor from India, but project itself is beneficial to Russia, says Vladimir Putin. He says on Elon Musk that he's an outstanding person, an active and talented businessman. Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that just take the cake if Elon has to end up like fleeing America and going to Russia because they won't stop persecuting him? And they are. And Elizabeth Warren is now calling for investigations into Elon Musk. Maybe they'll send him to prison for treason for not allowing his technology to be used to start World War III. He says the West is trying to stifle China's growth, but it's too late. The time has run out. New centers of power will emerge, Putin says. Russia and China have achieved unprecedented cooperation in recent years, Vladimir Putin added. So again, direct response to America's actions, as it seems like everything that America does goes directly towards strengthening China and weakening America pretty much across the board. So there really is a a great realignment happening. Of course, it's not happening in opposition to the desires of the people that run the Western world. It's happening as a direct consequence of their explicitly designed actions. I mean, they won't shut up about how much they love China and how much they think China is doing a great thing, despite the fact that China is building hundreds upon hundreds of new coal power plants plants in in, uh, direct opposition or contravention of the demands of the people that are in effect paying for it i mean it's just completely insane it's all it, it everything is just completely insane today and we're I'm, I'm saving some of this to cover uh, during the alex jones show i do want to remind you we are awaiting the sentencing of owen schroyer we'll find out whether he'll be spending time behind bars for his free speech. Make no mistake, that's exactly what it is. In fact, maybe we'll, we'll touch on that now for a second. And it's, it's moving around. It's a fluid situation. Uh, regardless, no matter when it happens, as soon as the sentencing occurs, we'll be going live from the courthouse and talking to either Owen himself or whoever's on the ground there. Uh, the the InfoWars crew is uh, 
there to cover it. So we'll bring you the news just as soon as it breaks. You'll hear it here first, and then we'll Skype in with Owen uh, to discuss what's going on. We don't know whether it'll be this hour or the next or whether it'll be when we're in uh, when we're in the Alex Jones studio. But regardless, stay tuned here to learn exactly what uh, what is going down. You know, we covered a lot of uh, this indictment or this sentencing memo, as it were, when it first broke. But we really only covered a couple of pages. And this whole thing is, is over 20 pages. And they really don't bandy words around. Like, they pretty much admit exactly what they're doing. In fact, they cite... A May twenty, a May seventeenth, twenty twenty one broadcast where they say on his Infowars broadcast, Troyer stated that he realized something about January sixth, while downplaying that yeah, January sixth got a little out of control. Yeah, there was some violence against police. There was a little bit of violence to the building too, property damage. Troyer stated that January sixth was like a mouse that roared compared to when Democrats riot. Oh well, send him to jail then. So this is May seventeenth, twenty twenty one. This is. Months and months after January 6th, and yet they're citing what he said about an event that occurred in public that he was commenting on months before, citing that as if that's a reason to throw him in prison. They are criminalizing free speech. They are criminalizing the act of being a journalist right in front of our eyes, and the psychopaths in the Democratic Party, including our ill-informed neighbors and friends – are in favor of this, celebrating this, apparently totally ignorant and blind to the reality that this is setting a precedent that the government is not going to give up willingly. They're going to continue this. They're going to expedite and accelerate this concept. I mean, it really is, it really is shocking. It really is incredible, the fact that they are using a, an InfoWars broadcast for months after the event to somehow claim that he deserves to go to prison for months on end in a federal prison. And so then they have uh, this under nature and circumstances of the offense. Of course, they say that January 6th posed a grave danger to our democracy. Which is like, huh, okay. I don't know. I have a little bit more faith in our democracy. I don't think one moderate riot for a couple hours is going to bring down the United States of America. But hey, what do I know? While assessing, they say, Schroyer's participation in that attack to fashion a just sentence, this this court should consider various aggravating and mitigating Factors, notably for a misdemeanor defendant like Troyer, the absence of violent or destructive acts is not a mitigating factor. Sure, he didn't actually participate in the riot, but don't pay attention to that. Ignore that. One of the most important factors in Troyer's case is his access and use of the platform that is his internet streaming program. One of the most important factors in Troyer's case is the fact that he is a journalist both before, during, and after January 6th. 
The events of January 6th did not happen in a bubble, they say. Individuals like Schroyer stoked the fires of discontent with the outcome of the 2020 presidential election online. Stoked the fires of discontent. They are criminalizing free speech. It's really not that complicated. They're telling you they're doing it. They're writing it in the sentencing memo. That a riot occurred on January 6th, and because Owen Schroyer expressed a belief that was shared by the rioters, then he has to go to prison. He stoked the fires of outrage by pointing out criminal activity in the government. You understand that if that's the barrier, if that's the bar that they have to get over, I mean, we should arrest every mainstream media anchor in America. Because here's the thing. They don't even say that Schroyer lied. They don't even say that Owen was not telling the truth. They just say that he was stoking the fire. He was telling the truth. He actually told nothing but the truth. And yet the truth inspired people to get angry. So now it's his fault for expressing the truth because people who were angry did something in fulfillment of that anger. So what about the people that are on MSNBC and CNN who spread the hands up, don't shoot lie? What about people who spread the complete, totally at this point, completely debunked lie about systemic racism? It's a big story this week of the professor that was caught fabricating information, fabricating data in order to perpetuate the concept of systemic racism. What about those people that encouraged and lit the fire of Black Lives Matter? So, you know, the only the only ray of sunshine I can see at all this is they set the precedent, and then we take power, and that's the end of mainstream media, because they should all be arrested, and the politicians too. Omega-3 fatty acids are needed for optimal strength, and they can only be obtained through diet. They can be found in grass-fed beef, which is why the ruling class is trying to ban it. And they can be found in fish, which are arguably the best source of omega-3s. But the problem today is finding fish without a high mercury content. Your best option is our ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil at InfoWarsStore.com. Omega-3 fatty acids are essential for both our neurological and cardiovascular systems, our brain and our heart. They improve mood, mental clarity, and immune function. Get your essential omega-3 fatty acids from the best sources available, ultimate fish oil and ultimate krill oil. Get some today at InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Right, welcome back, folks. Second hour has begun here on American Journal. We've got some of the other news here in just a moment, but I do want to continue with this uh, sentencing indictment as, yes, Owen Troyer will be sentenced today. It'll be within the hour that we'll hear about his fate. I just want to stop sending my friends to prison. It really is horrific. 
really is insane where we've gotten to. So again, in this in this document, let me explain one of the ridiculous stretches that they make. By the way, this is also just the most amateur sort of document you can imagine. It, the The first word in the introduction is misspelled. One introduction, John Nathone Owen Schroyer. They spell his name wrong. The first word of the introduction. Okay, all right. So just just to let you know the the caliber of of this document. They can't even spell the the name of the defendant right the first time that they say it. Fine. But on top of that, they say things that are just absolutely blatantly false. And we've covered this document before, but I didn't even know some of this stuff was – was false at the time since talking to, to Owen about this. You know, they talk about the fact that he was arrested on December 19th, 2019, after disrupting a House Judiciary Committee. And they say that on February 25th, 2020, he entered a community service deferred prosecution agreement with the government. So in other words, a, a plea agreement. In other words, he pled guilty with the understanding that in doing so, he would be spared jail time. He cooperated with them. I'm sorry, I'm getting mixed up here because there's, there's two different plea agreements. Sorry, this deferred prosecution agreement was that he would not violate any laws and perform 32 hours of verified community service. They say that he did not do any community service. The reality is he completed all of it. He showed me the paper. He certified like official community service hours. He did them. He fulfilled them. So they just ignore that completely. They totally lie about it. They say as of January 5th and 6th, 2021, Schroyer had not completed any hours of community service, and the DPA and Schroyer's stay-away order from the U.S. Capitol was still active. That's entirely untrue. He had completed his community service. So they, they misspell things. They blatantly lie. And then, of course, they admit under the section nature and circumstances of the offense. You can go read this yourself. You can go download this yourself. It's not hard to find. Uh, They say that literally by basically being mad at the government, he is therefore responsible for other people who are mad at the government and rioted. That's literally what they're saying. The way they phrase it is Schroyer cannot light a fire near a can of gasoline and then express concern or disbelief when it explodes. So in other words, if, if you have found out something or you've discovered something or you believe something that would make people angry, it's your fault if you say it and then people get angry. So if you say the government is going to try to take your guns and then people realize that you're right about the government trying to take your guns and then do something in response to that, it's your fault for talking about it. It's not the government's fault for doing the bad thing. It's not the person's fault for acting on the the information it's your fault for sharing the information that's literally what they're saying here i'm not kidding and the way that they justify this is beyond the law let's just say that and i don't know if i have time to explain it here but i'll explain it on the other side essentially they they reference supreme court decisions saying that you can take a person's past actions into consideration when sentencing. I'll I'll just have to explain it. I'll have to explain it all the other time. There's no easy way to sum this up. 
So I'll explain it on the other side. Stay with us. We'll talk a little bit more about what's happening with Owen. And we have a lot of other news to cover. It's a big day for news, and it's a big day for InfoWars. Stay tuned here to American Journal. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour of American Journal is on. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. We're going to open up the phone lines for your calls this hour. So a lot to talk about, news from around the world, lots of videos to get to. I do want to take your calls. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. Again, we'll be taking your calls this hour. Chase Geyser will be swapping with me, he'll be hosting the last hour of American Journal. I'll be hosting the first hour of the Alex Jones Show until Alex is free to uh, take over. And we are awaiting updates from the courthouse where Owen Troyer is currently being sentenced up to a year with the government asking for four months of federal imprisonment for his free speech. So... Let me let me tell you my my layman interpretation of what is being is of how the government is using Supreme Court rulings and precedent to go after Owen Troyer. Now, they say the First Amendment is no bar to the court's consideration of Troyer's words and actions at sentencing. I mean, they're saying no uncertain terms that they don't want the First Amendment to be a consideration. Okay, they're charging him for his speech, and they're obvious, like they're trying to, I guess, counter the obvious criticism of this, which is we have the First Amendment. He's allowed to be outraged. He's allowed to be mad. He's allowed to point out the government doing bad things. Even if people act on those, on that information, he's not calling for violence. He wasn't calling to invade the Capitol. He was just expressing the truth about the 2020 election, and that is what they're trying to charge him with, and they're saying the First Amendment should be no bar. And the way they justify this is they say no limitation shall be placed on the information concerning the background, character, and conduct of a person convicted of an offense which a court of the United States may receive and consider for the purpose of imposing an appropriate sentence. That's 18 U.S.C. 3661. The Supreme Court has likewise long recognized that sentencing judges exercise wide discretion in the types of evidence they may consider when imposing sentence and that highly relevant, if not essential, to the selection of an appropriate sentence is the possession of the fullest information possible concerning defendants' life and characteristics. Now, here's what that's supposed to mean. Again, this is my layman interpretation. And they list a whole bunch of these Wisconsin versus Mitchell, Dawson versus Delaware. But here's the, uh, and so they say, consistent with this principle, the Supreme Court has held that the Constitution does not erect a per se barrier to the admission of evidence concerning one's beliefs and associations at sentencing simply because those beliefs and associations are protected by the First Amendment. Indeed, a court may impose a sentence based on a defendant's protected beliefs as long as those beliefs are relevant to the issues involved. So as I understand this, as I read this, maybe a caller can correct me if I'm wrong, but the way this is supposed to be utilized 
is say you have somebody who was convicted of a crime, was convicted of an actual physical crime. They did something like they killed a woman, right? And then the judge can go back in their history and see that, okay, this person has tweeted or this person has communicated and we have evidence that this person has expressed a belief that women deserve to die and that he'll do it again if he gets out or if, if he's not convicted of this, that he loved killing the woman and that he can't wait to experience that again. Uh, while it may be your first minute right to say, I hate women, women are terrible and, you know, uh, don't deserve the rights of a human being. Like, you can say that under the First Amendment. That's protected speech. Might be abominable, but that's your right to say. But if you're convicted of killing a woman, then they can use those statements in the sentencing. They can go, all right, we got to put this guy away for a while because clearly this wasn't just a one-off. This wasn't an act of passion. This is like what this guy believes, and he acted on what he believed. The problem when it comes to Owen is that what they're charging him with and what they're sentencing him on and what they're essentially punishing him for is the speech itself. You see what I mean? It's not that his speech has somehow informed or can tell you about his propensity to commit a crime. The speech is the crime. So I don't get how any of this applies to it. When you're charging him for what he said, uh, then you're not you're not going to find anything in there that you know says that he's going to commit a crime that he likes committing crime that he's doing this because he wants to incite violence and, and anger and other people to do crime so again they, they lay all this out and essentially they say the first amendment is is not a factor here apparently because in previous cases judges have been allowed and there's been a precedent set that you can take into account people's actions and beliefs or their speech and their beliefs when sentencing for an actual crime. Here they're sentencing for the speech itself. So how this has nothing to do, uh, like it just doesn't apply, just doesn't apply to this, but this is what they're, um, this is what they're trying to say. It seems just utterly fascistic to me. They say Schroyer's words and criminal actions, which he didn't commit, so that's interesting. They say his words and criminal actions surrounding January 6th are inextricably uh, intertwined. Well, the criminal actions are his words, so yeah, I guess that's right. Imposing a sentence of incarceration would not punish Schroyer for his beliefs or for any associations. It would punish him based on appropriate... 3553A factors, his statements and actions leading up to, and on January 6th, for example, evince the, de- the depth of his intent to stop the transfer of presidential power through sheer volume. The court must consider that that evidence to determine how best to enforce respect for the law and, detro- and deter Schroyer specifically. Again, the only thing that Schroyer has expressed is the, only, is the same thing that I have expressed, the same thing that millions of people, millions of Americans, tens of millions really, in the, in the private sphere, have expressed, that the election was fraudulent, that it was stolen, and the January 6th should have been the opportunity during the certification of the election for the vice president and the legislature to demand an investigation, to put a 10-day pause on certification, and to get answers to some of the questions that were being asked. That is what he's being punished for. He is literally being punished for advocating the constitutional provision that should have been enacted like they had an obligation to do it actually but they didn't so 
we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see whether Owen Schroyer is going to be sent to federal prison for the crime of expressing doubt about the 2020 election and encouraging his fellow Americans to use their First Amendment constitutionally protected right to petition the government, right to redress grievance, to demand redress of grievances, the right to gather together and oppose through their words, through their actions, through protest, criminal activity that they perceive in their own government. That's what they're sentencing him for. That's what they've charged him for. And despite the fact that he cooperated completely and agreed to a plea agreement that forbade them from asking for prison time, they're doing it anyway. And he may be very well going away for a while, which is absolutely horrible it is a horrible thing we'll go out to your uh, phone calls here in just a second before i do i do want to remind you that there's no limit to the number of ways that they are coming after Infowars. they have come after Infowars. i want to give a sincere thank you to all of our supporters who have gone to infowarsstore.com we would not be here without you and we will not be here without your continued support we We'll continue to do all that we can to preserve the First Amendment. We will continue to express what we know to be true, regardless of the government's attempts to criminalize our free speech. We will continue to assert and demand that we have the First Amendment right to express the reality as we see it. All we ask you is that you support us in this mission. All that we ask you is that you give us the ammo we need to prosecute this information war. We make it easy for you to... Support us because we have fantastic products like DNA Force Plus at massive discounts, like 25% off. Infowarsstore.com. Go there today, get a fantastic product that will improve your life, and support this singular outlet for free speech as we enter our most challenging crucible. We'll be right back. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, This survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited-time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today, available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding. 
is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. your phone calls now we've got sean in rhode island i hadn't heard this story sean the fbi pulling all covid vaccines what does this mean thanks for calling in you're on the air harrison just want to start off by saying you alex and owen i listen to you guys every day i love you guys oh thank you big supporter every morning i wake up i use my alexa pure water filter i take all of my pills my nitric boost red pills I take the krill, I use the uh, fish oil, and of course the brain force. Fantastic. Well, thank, thank you so much for your support, Sean. We appreciate it. Oh, and, and X3. I just started taking that two weeks ago. Just kicked in. I love that stuff, man. You guys are awesome. Fantastic. Well, thank you yeah, for that. Short so, story so, yeah, is, what's, your, what's your story here? Well, my wife, she's uh, higher up in the medical field in the state of Massachusetts, which Massachusetts is right beside Rhode Island where I live. And short story is, she said that she got an email, Department of Health, saying that the FBI is going to be coming in, removing all COVID jabs from the shelves. What? I don't know, man. Sounds weird, right? The FBI is going to... So, like, the the old one, the ones that they've had from the first round, I guess? I, I, I asked her. I said, is it the new one that's supposed to be coming out today? And she said she's not 100% sure. She just got a quick email saying she has a, uh, a, f- a phone conference at 2 o'clock. So who knows? <laughs> with this crazy world, who knows what's happening? But last thing she came out with was uh, the protocols that Alex was talking about. She's got wind of that as well. Um, another funny story is the, um, the, the rapid response teams that usually come in the hospitals, nursing homes, uh, a lot of those have been uh, pulled from those buildings and sent to take care of immigrants. Absolutely crazy. Well, that I'm not exactly uh, surprised about. In fact, literally right before we went live, I found this story from News Nation. NYC migrant crisis forces Adams to cut funding to city agencies. So he's cutting 5% spending for all city agencies. So he's cutting pay to firefighters, sanitation workers, and police to deal with the migrant crisis. So that's not surprising uh, to me that much. Tell you what, stay on the line, Sean. I'd like our producers to get your information, and maybe you can call back in or we can call you at 2 once your wife gets that email to figure out exactly what is going on because that is very weird. If she literally learned that the FBI is coming in to confiscate COVID vaccines – that is a story we are interested in. So stay on the line there, Sean, and we'll get your information so we can uh, check back on you this afternoon when you have more info about what's going on because I want to I stay on top of that. That sounds very interesting. Uh, thank you for the call, Sean. Stay on the line. Let's go to uh, Jordan in New Jersey. You have some info for the senten- about the sentencing of Owen. Thank you for calling in. Jordan, you're on the air. Hi, Harrison. Thank you. Uh, can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Okay, good. So um, I, I studied a white-collar crime in law school. I'm a practicing attorney now. Um, 
And uh, the sentencing guidelines have just been basically um, totally abused here. Um, it's supposed to be an administrative, uh, discretionary type of thing for people in totally different situations than Owen. The underlying, um, there is no underlying crime here. Right. There's no mens rea. There's no crime. So what they did in order to put pressure on Owen and the organization, in my opinion, is, uh, you know, basically totally manipulate and distort the sentencing guidelines, which is a gray area. And they knew that ambiguous and something that they can do in order to see, you know, just throw him in jail, probably. I right. hope that doesn't happen. I hope I'm wrong. But um, to put pressure on the organization as they try to they put pressure on people like Terrio and all these people to um, to say whatever they want them to say or to destroy information, uh, you know, infrastructure uh, for the independent media movement and so forth. So that's my take on it. Uh, it's a total distortion. A lot of your analysis is, is spot on, but, you know, there is no underlying crime here. Um, mm -hmm. So this is all tucked in there so that they can put pressure on Owen and you guys. Right. And, and right. so was I was I more or less correct? Because, again, I'm, I'm just a layman. I'm not a lawyer. So but when I read that they're like referencing these Supreme Court cases where they say, well, they can use even First Amendment protected, you know, beliefs to no. to inform their that's about no. like actual crimes that take place, not correct. OK. And, and any talk about a, an actual crime is not First, first Amendment uh, Amendment protected speech. That's right. the thing. So, you know, that's what they're doing. They're totally misapplying the law here or not dealing with it at all and sending, oh, we can do things in the sentencing guideline world, which is great, for things that are totally different and inappropriate here and not applicable. That's, and that's the, the, the God-honest truth. And I like to use the word God as much as I can these days. Yeah, yeah, as long as you're not using it in vain. Man, well, uh, thank you uh, thank you for that call, and I think you're exactly right. I mean, there's a reason that they're going after the leadership, the Proud Boys, the leadership of the Oath Keepers, the leadership of InfoWars. I mean, they want the destruction of these organizations that pose a threat to them, not that we're violent or or actual domestic terrorists, but that we literally just tell the truth about what they're doing, and that in and of itself is a threat to a criminal organization. Obviously, in the same way a mafia would want to get rid of uh, stool pigeons, you know, the government wants to get rid of us who tell the truth about the, the criminal activities that they're up to. Thank you so much for the call, Jordan. Uh, that was excellent, and of course, that is exactly what they're doing. And it's not like Owen can go back, right? Once you plead guilty as part of a plea deal, you can't exactly go, oh, actually, now that – because they changed the plea deal. They say, all right, if you plead guilty, then we promise we will not send you to prison. He says, okay, deal. I plead guilty. Then they go, okay, well, actually, we are going to try to send you to prison. He can't exactly go, oh, wait, I'm not guilty. Anymore. Actually, I want to plead not guilty now. It's like, well, you already pled guilty. You already admitted to doing the thing. So there's no going back once you make that plea agreement, but they get to change you know, their side of the uh, of the agreement, and as as uh, Jordan from New Jersey points out, it's because there's leniency, there's gray area in the sentencing guidelines that they can take advantage of. Thank you for that call, Jordan. Let's get to some more here. William in Arkansas is also commenting on Owen's potential detention. Uh, go ahead, William. You're on the air. Morning, everybody. I hope you're tolerating what is happening to our nation. Well, uh, I support incarcerating him, not out of animosity but because it's going to do the same thing that they have done to Trump. People that have never heard his name before are going to know who he is, and they're not going to like the injustice if they got any kind of morality about it. I think you should go ahead and do the time, get out, run for office, run as a senator, run as a House member, run uh, as a local uh, position within Austin. If you know can't do it in Austin, uh, move out. Go to, go to Bastrop or somewhere. 
you know, go around Camp Swift. I'll bet you you get support there. Uh, you know, it's it's ridiculous. I earned my free speech right in American military uniform, Fort Benning, Omni Church. Uh, it's the old World War One barracks. It's a museum now. I'm becoming one myself as the years go by. Mm. Uh, it's ridiculous that we have to tolerate this. Uh, I'm, I'm being nice. I'm trying to be calm because literally, you know, I'm an infantry soldier. Uh, I was able to acquire a little bit of education and training because of the greatness of this nation and the freedoms that we are abandoning. Uh, but I don't have a problem stating things in a hardcore way. And the day that somebody comes up to my door with a badge or an arrest warrant for my free speech, I'm going to put a hole right in the chest of the idiot that's doing it. Now, all of you well, I'll tell you, I, I mean, and, and that's that's why I like your calls, William, because you don't mince words. But be careful what you wish for. In fact, I got a stack of news here titled uh, FBI Kill Squads. Do you have any idea how many people the FBI has straight up murdered in the last month? More than one. I'll tell you that. We'll cover it on the other side. Bodies is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1-5% to of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super powerful extract using bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredients in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system, so if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com and put your body at ease. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. We still have no update. as to the sentencing of Owen Schroyer, but it will be occurring in the next few hours, the latest. Whenever it does occur, you can uh, stay here to know that uh, we will be the first to break it and we'll bring you a live report from the courthouse itself just as soon as the sentence comes down. If you're if you're a praying person, now would be the time to pray that the judge in this case have some sympathy and empathy and understanding of what's going down around him. Praying, of course, for Owen as well. But hopefully the uh, hopefully the judge in this case can have some some modicum of the Holy Spirit. bring him the uh, the understanding of, of what he would be participating in if he were to actually give the government what they want 
course, you can support Owen, defendowen.com, support us at InfoWarsStore.com. Let's talk about what's happening with the so-called domestic terror program in a way that was easily, easily predictable to anybody that was paying attention. This was the ultimate desire, the ultimate purpose, the ultimate intent behind the Patriot Act, which was, I remind you, written by Joe Biden himself. Nothing that's happening right now is happening spontaneously, all of the sudden, without a big lead up. We're seeing the fulfillment and the culmination of 20 years, at least, of groundwork being laid. And it really is getting insane. Gateway Pundit has this story. Homeland Security awards $20 million to police, mental health networks, universities, churches, and school districts to help identify Americans as potential extremists. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security announced on September 6th that $20 million in federal grants, that is your tax dollars, will be handed out to 34 organizations to, quote, prevent targeted violence and terrorism. Pre-crime, thought crime, speech crime. Since today's the anniversary of the 9-11 attacks, published yesterday, you might think these 34 organizations would be focused on al-Qaeda, ISIS, the Iranian Republic Guard Corps. But you'd be wrong. They're focused on Americans who descend from the prevailing narratives coming out of the federal government and its collaborating partners in the corporate media and major social media platforms. Whether it's COVID and vaccines, the war in Ukraine, immigration, the Second Amendment, LGBTQ ideology and gender child gender confusion or the issue of protecting life in the womb, you are no longer allowed to hold dissenting opinions and voice them publicly in America. If you do, your own government will take note and consider you a potential violent extremist and terrorist. The $20 million is going to universities, behavioral and mental health providers, youth services organizations, schools, churches, and faith leaders, and state law enforcement agencies. Their job will be to identify political dissidents and foster interventions among those Americans considered to be, quote, going down a path towards violence, by which they mean opposing the government, by which they mean telling the truth about the insane lies, the incredibly damaging tyranny that this government has inflicted on its own people on a continual basis for the last several years. We were right about everything when it came to COVID. We were right about everything when it came to Patriot Act. We were right about everything when it came to the election being stolen. We called it months before the theft even happened and then watched in real time as they stole it right in front of us. But if you mention any of these things, They'll claim that you are going down the path towards violence in exactly the way that we predicted it would. We said, we told you, we made the prediction that they would steal the election, then they would encourage and foster violence as a result of people questioning the election, and then they would say that by questioning the election, you are therefore uh, contributing to the atmosphere of violence so you can't question the election anymore or else you're responsible for violence. Like that's what I predicted on Twitter in August of 2020, months before the election even happened. And now we're seeing the fulfillment of that as they literally try to send Owen Schroyer to jail for four months or more simply for questioning the election. Or as they put it, contributing to the atmosphere of violence. Not because he called for violence, but because he questioned the election. And so now this will be uh, decentralized. It'll be schools and churches and mental health organizations who will now be the deputized Stasi 
of the political class in order to crush any dissent before it can manifest itself in some sort of pushback. While it's still simply in the discussion phase, they want intervention. To date, they've awarded $70 million in grants to private nonprofits, state and local government agencies. And the press release about, a press release about the $20 million in new grants emphasizes public health, which is the same emphasis used by the UN World Health Organization, an emphasis also used by New Mexico Governor Michelle Grisham in her recent declaration suspending the Second Amendment. I thought her name was like Lujan or something. Maybe she has two last names. So yes, they're using mental health. They're using public health crisis as an excuse to bring all this about. And we've covered it every step of the way. When they announce that racism is a public health issue, when they say that misinformation or disinformation is somehow a public health issue, now gun violence is a public health issue, despite the fact that all of these things have been made infinitely worse by the actions and policies of the Democrats themselves. New Mexico was very extreme in the defund the police movement. They have allowed the atmosphere of violence to foster, to to fester, to grow and bubble over to where the uh, gun violence is at an all-time high now because explicitly they stopped imprisoning criminals. They made it easier to get out. They made it harder for prosecutors to hold suspects. I mean they did all of these things. That led to more violence. Then they see the violence and say, oh, it's a public health crisis. You can't have guns anymore as if the – Lawful gun carriers are the ones doing this rather than gangs who are forbidden a lot of times because of felony convictions from having guns in the first place. Meanwhile, the FBI and White House likely coerced social media platforms, this according to an appeals court. Federal appeals court on Friday limited the scope of a district court ruling that restricted communications between government agencies and social media companies. The appeals panel agreed that several federal offices and agencies, including the White House, likely violated the First Amendment by coercing the platform's content moderation discussions. Or decisions, rather. The appeals court decision means that some federal agencies, the State Department and Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency and the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases will not be subject to the injunction. So they admit that they violated the First Amendment. They cooperated with corporations like Big Tech in order to silence language that was true, but they didn't want you talking about. But they say it's fine and that's okay because I guess they meant well. Who knows? Now, when it comes to the FBI... Murdering people, it's not even getting attention anymore. Relatives ID Albuquerque man killed by FBI while authorities stay silent. Family members have identified a person, a person who was shot and killed by FBI agents last week in northeast Albuquerque. Attorney Ahmed Ased, who is assisting the family, said an FBI task force killed 32-year-old Amar, uh, Ahmad Nassar on August 8th inside his family's home near Mountain and Chelwood Park. They knocked and asked for Nassar before detaining his mother and brother. Ased said authorities then took over and an hour or two later told the brother and mother Nassar had been killed. Okay, Nassar had been shot at least four times as a result of this FBI raid. Hardly heard about that, I would think. You also have uh, Theodore Deschler. He was killed by the FBI in a pre-dawn raid. His family is now demanding answers, saying law enforcement have not explained why he was shot dead and his mother, his mother Bonnie's home destroyed. They're seeking answers from the FBI agents that killed Theodore Deschler, 30, uh, 45, in a pre-dawn raid, claiming the victim had been unarmed and was, in fact, completely disabled because he was a veteran who had PTSD. 
and uh, the house has been ruined by tear gas, flashbang, bullet holes, and broken windows, FBI kill squads. And of course, you probably have heard about the one in Utah where a man who was confined to a wheelchair and like 400 pounds said he was going to get in a ghillie suit and shoot President Biden. So they uh, broke in his house and shot him dead. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the New World Order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. The most powerful InfoWars life formula yet. DNA Force Plus is now back in stock for 25% off while supplies last. This elite formula contains the most cutting-edge enzymes, potent antioxidants, and traditional naturally occurring ingredients to protect the vitality of your very DNA. The powerhouse ingredients in DNA Force Plus include QQQ, CoQ10, organic reishi mushroom, astrologus root, rhodiola root, and an array of even more incredible antioxidants and extracts carefully chosen to help support healthy heart function while promoting energy production down to the cellular level. Provide your cells and DNA with the protection they need and try a bottle of DNA Force Plus today for 25% off or for an additional 10% off grab the combo pack with DNA Force Plus and Body's Whole Support. These offers and so much more are only available at InfoWarsStore.com you're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. This will be my final segment with you for today's American Journal. I'll be moving over to the Alex Jones studio to prepare for that broadcast. Chase Geyser will take over here. Uh, I imagine you'll still be taking calls, right, Chase? Uh, he's got his own stories to cover as well. But he'll take over the last hour of American Journal. Then I will be in the big studio for the Alex Jones Show. We are, of course, keeping an eye on and, and awaiting updates from the courtroom where Owen Schroyer will soon be sentenced. Hopefully and praying to God that it's not jail time that he's facing. But, of course, they're trying to give him four months, potential year is what he faces. And... Uh, stay tuned because we will go live to the courtroom just as soon as that uh, decision is finalized. I do – we'll go out to your phone calls here, but before we do, just please go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything that we do here, whether it's Bandot Video, American Journal, War Room, The Alex Jones Show, all the great intros that we have, all the great editors that we have working behind the scenes, the tech people that are just keep us up and running and – Putting on a good show every day. All of this is brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. It is your one-stop shop for freedom, justice, liberty in the American way, and we make it so easy. And of course, you know, obviously these supplements 
have massive fans that you know people call in and just rave about the effects that brain force plus and dna force and I mean, all of these things can can really change your lives and and in a massively positive direction but we also have coffee we've got toothpaste we've got toothbrushes we've got air filters water filters even if you're not a fan of supplements which i am and and maybe you should do your research but hey to each their own but who doesn't love a good cup of coffee who doesn't brush their teeth i mean whatever you can do to support us we so appreciate it and we would not be here without you and we ask simply that you go to InfoWarsStore.com, buy a product that is incredible and that you need and that maybe you would buy anyway. I mean, everybody buys toothpaste. Why not buy it from InfoWarsStore.com? And at least then you can know that your contribution is going directly towards this singular outlet for free speech and uh, the American way, but also an outlet that is under unprecedented and, and unequaled oppression from – a whole host of various globalist forces. So we thank you so much for going to InfoWarsStore.com. We simply ask that you continue and, if possible, ramp up your contributions as we are facing some of our most difficult challenges in our long and storied history of opposing the globalists. With that, we go to the phone calls now. Uh, let me see. I want to take more calls just on, the, uh, on Owen. So let's go to... Gene in Virginia. Gene in Virginia has called in about the First Amendment. Thanks for calling in. Gene, you're on the air. How you doing, Harrison? Good, thank you. All right. So um, my reason for calling today is, uh, well, uh, this attack on the First Amendment there. But um, the real purpose is that I'd like to remind the people of their sovereignty with the Holy Word. You know, uh, rank in the military, and, you know, you just put two and two together, and you one remembers to be a commander, to be sovereign. And we're commanded, you know, in the Bible to cast out demons and do all that sort of thing. And there's a lot to be said about the power of your mouth and your tongue, which, uh, you know, they're really trying to, like, put a mask over. Mm. So I just want, I'd like people to get in touch with that and remember their heart and who they are, you know, to push all of the excess aside. And that one voice can make a difference. Many voices can change everything. And uh, what you guys are doing is invaluable to us in our sovereignty. And I just want to say thank you very much for what you're doing. Well, thank you for for your support and, and your kind words. And I can't I can't imagine not wanting to stand up to this. I can't imagine not doing everything that one can to try to oppose this really existential threat. I think it's pathetic, weak, and cowardly to anybody who knows this is going on and is just shrugging it off. It's just just too much trouble. I just have my own stuff going on. I mean this is it. This is the destruction of America as we know it. This is an – irreversible program they're putting into place once they i mean you know aldous huxley called it the ultimate revolution the revolution beyond which any further revolution would be impossible that's the point of all of this the point of all of this is total absolute complete and permanent control of humanity itself if they are able to put this stuff in place that's it there is no breaking out just as you're seeing with their 
$20 million gift to hospitals and schools and youth organizations. I mean, you think, do you think it's possible for the Chinese people to stage a popular revolution against the Chinese government? Of course not, because the instant somebody gets that idea in their head, their social credit scores drop, their, you know, their own friends are no longer going to, uh, talk to them anymore. I mean, there's no possible way for the snowball effect that is necessary for popular uh, ground, you know, grassroots change to take place. It'll be cut off at the very, it'll be aborted before it's viable. Like that's the system that they're putting into place. If we don't stop it now, if we don't stop this system now, it'll be put in place and that'll be it for humanity. The, The most evil people in the whole world will be in charge forever. And that's the way that they want it. Now is not the time to to slacken in our resolve. And just to to emphasize the point you made, Gene, uh, a quote attributed to Joseph Stalin says, ideas are more powerful than guns. We would not allow our enemies to have guns. Why should we let them have ideas, right? Uh, The pen really is mightier than the sword, especially in this this, uh, ultimate struggle for existence. Let's go now to David. Thank you for the call, Gene. Let's go to David in Pennsylvania, line five. They're taking us down one by one. They really are, aren't they, David? Go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison. How are you? Good, thank you. Yeah, the reason I called is, you know, I've listened to all three shows. I started listening in 2005. And, um, you know, what the, Enrique Tario, Joe Biggs. I remember when Joe Biggs was on InfoWars. Yeah. Um, if we keep... I call my congressman every day. You can call Guy Rushenthaler. I'm in Southwestern PA. I call him every day. Okay. I even told him about Troyer. I, uh, I demanded an investigation into Hawaii. And it's just like nothing seems to work, you know. And what we're uh, I'm afraid of is we're going to watch everybody get taken down one by one by one. And like, and once they take the leadership out, then they're just going to come for people like me. I already know I'm on the list. I was called by the FBI about going to one six. I made a post that I'd be lucky to come back alive. Mm. Reason being is uh, they let Antifa and BLM attack people like us. I lived in Baltimore for 12 years. You're not allowed to open carry. You can't conceal carry. So who was going to protect us? Right. And uh, you know, at what point? Are we going to say, you know, no more? These people do not belong in prison. People who do belong in prison are running the show, and we're at a stalemate. So what are we going to do to break the stalemate? Well, we got to get active. We have to realize uh, what's at at risk here and realize that the, the purpose of all of this is to instill fear in us, is to make us think that if we exercise our rights, then we'll be punished for it, and so we willfully give up those rights. Uh, and, and I mean, all you have to do is look back at, and don't take my advice, take it, you know, Alexander Solzhenitsyn's, right? We have to love freedom so dearly that uh, it's impossible to tear it away from us. I mean, that really is uh, the only path forward. And we can look back in history at, at times when the human drive for liberty has been snuffed out and has been taken over and realize that it's not an inevitability that these systems collapse. The Soviet Union, despite being opposed at every pass by the most powerful country in the world. I mean, it lasted for eight decades. So what do you think is going to happen when America goes down and there's nobody fighting against the system they're putting into place? How long do you think it'll last then? 
I mean, it can go on forever. Look at South Africa. It's been in a state of collapse for decades, and it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And there's never a point where it's so bad that, you know, it's a flip of the chessboard, a flip of the monopoly board, and everything goes crazy, and you get to rebuild. It'll just slowly degrade until there is no infrastructure. There is no, there are no complex systems that are running functionally. There, there is no freedom you know, at all because there's no civilization at all. I mean, that's where they're eventually taking us. So we, there's, it's, it's not possible to wait until the right time. The time is now. The time is before now, actually. But now is when we're really uh, up against the wall and right at the finish line. Uh, I'm going to leave the phones up. Chase is taking over for me. Uh, it's up to him if he's going to take more calls or not. He'll let you know that. Uh, I'm going to jump over to the Alex Jones studio and get prepared for today's Alex Jones broadcast. We are awaiting word from the InfoWars team at the courthouse where Owen is either being sentenced as we speak or will be very shortly. Again, stay tuned to InfoWars. We will be uh, the first to report it whenever the sentencing comes. So stay with us. Chase Geyser takes over for me after this. Of course, you can Subscribe to us at Substack, harrisonallsmith.substack.com to see the stories and get all the videos that we cover every day. And uh, stay tuned. Chase guys in the next hour. I will be back on air in one hour for The Alex Jones Show. Don't go anywhere, folks. The satanic New World Order is betting against humanity. They're betting on our weakness. They believe they can destabilize civilization and bring us down into the ashes of history. But the trap they've laid for us will be their destruction, not ours. If we trust in God and if we are valiant and have courage to speak the truth and not comply and engage in civil disobedience and not join the masses who have decided that they are the scum of the earth, who have decided that they will join with this soulless corporate system. As for InfoWars, we are going to steadfastly continue to fight in the information war with our weapon, the truth, against the enemies of humanity. And we put our faith, and we put our trust, we put our destiny in the hands of God. Because it's been said a trillion times, if God be with us, who can be against us?